And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Show uh, with Stunt and Jake. That is Stunt to my left. And these guys are Jake's. Two Jake's. Two Jake's today. Yeah. This is like uh, the two, there's so many Jake's. The two Jake's, Jake and the Fat Man. Whoa. That's all Why I would got. you refer to yourself that way? Because I'm just saying. It's, it's aggressive. It was Jake <laughs> Squared. It's a TV show. Duo Jake. Uh, two Jakes, one grill. So you have a, we were like, uh, we're like Jakey Q. So instead of BBQ, we've got <gasps> JJQ. Oh. oh. You know, what? I'm you're just like, cut out of the show. <laughs> you're Q. You're the Q. Oh, because I'm a QT. Yeah. Got it. So. What's a QT? Like a Q-tip? Nope. Okay. Close enough. You're kind of big for a Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> This is already right. going in the room. I gotta say, I have no idea what's happening right now. Welcome to the is, show. Yeah, this is not the barbecue show. This is merely a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good callback. Uh, we're glad that you're uh, joining us today because we're excited. We have a, a special guest. We've been doing a lot of guests lately. Son. Yeah, I've just, I like I, it. I've got some connections. I feel like we've been working up with some of these people lately, and so. As uh, we continue down the show path, it's kind of fun to get these different perspectives of barbecue in here. And today, we're going to have somebody in with a company that's just on the north side of the Twin Cities. I uh, met him at the state fair, got his business card, and said we'd love to talk to him. Yeah. And so we'll learn a little bit more about his business called Riff's Smokehouse uh, a little bit later on here in the show. Yeah, Mason, uh, Mason McElvain. Yeah. Yeah, good guy, uh, great, great guy. So we'll chat with him a little bit. Not that uh, Jake Ward, who's here with us, yeah. is not a guest. I'm just I'm saying. that piece of meat you don't want to grill. It's yeah, okay. you, just, you just rolled, you're like the trim. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> just, thanks, guys. We just trim you off. Such and, a great guest that's after me. <laughs> yes, yes, so, well. You just happened uh, to be in the building today, so it worked out well. Ward there we go. Here, so we thought we'd uh, bring him in and talk. Uh, so uh, let's do, as long as you're here, uh, quickly, we normally we do a recap of what we've been up to. I haven't done anything exciting except some pheasant on the grill, but we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. And then sent me photos afterwards. No invite, no photos to share on the Facebook, just photos of the aftermath. That's when you know you did a good job, though, is because it's only photos of the aftermath. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the aftermath was like half of the aft- It was like my yeah. plate. And I went, yeah. oh. I should- <laughs> yeah. that's, but that's when you know it's good, because that happens to us sometimes, too, where I'm like, oh, the tri-tip, here it is. Or like, you know, this chicken, here it is. And like, why don't you take a picture during the grill? I'm like. Smelled too good, and I was thinking about eating that. <laughs> it's just, it's just it was, time. Literally, the plate's a mess because it's my second helping. Mm. You know, that's how that goes. So uh, I did that. But okay, as long as I want to talk tri-tip with you, uh, Jake Ward, in a second. Yeah. But as long as we're there. Uh, so I'll start. Normally, we ask you what you did. But uh, I the only exciting thing I did last week was um, I think I did some standard stuff on the grill. But I did some pheasant bites on uh, Sunday evening because I, wa- I had pheasant. Sounds I wanted good. to get through it. I'd have been in the freezer too long. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. coming up on pheasant season again. Yeah, yeah. And so once I got it, and this is when we talk about on the show, experiment and have fun. I'm, I'm not even making this up. I pulled it out Saturday, uh, Sunday morning because my wife was out of town. And I was like, that's why it's in the back of the freezer. She never goes for the wild game. Right. So I fished through all the venison, got to the pheasant, was like, I'm going to make this. No idea what I was going to do. First thing I thought is I should have sous vide it. Don't have time for that now. So I uh, I started defrosting, and I just go, I'll figure it out. So defrost it, and I marinate it for about two hours in a uh, an Italian dressing marinade okay. that I just happened to have in the fridge. So I was like, oh, that'll work. And then I was like, well, I'll just then I'll slowly. I'll do them on the gra- on the gas or on the charcoal, and I'll throw some smoke in there, and I'll right. get a smoky little. And then I thought, you know, 
no, I'm going to do it different. And so I took baking powder and I mixed it, just straight baking powder right into that. I added extra salt, extra pepper, and a little bit of extra garlic. And then I mixed it all up and I fried it just like I do chicken wings on the flat top. Mm. So lots of oil, high, high heat, and just bang, just hit them hard. (laughs) Get them nice and seared and crispy on all sides. Those sound effects are free, by the way. I brought those myself. Uh, anyway, so uh, fry them hard on all sides. Get them rolling around really good. You're kind yep. of looking to build that crust. And then you slide them to a lower heat, cover them up, hit them with a little water, and uh, let them steam for a little while and kind of get tender. And then when they look like they're about perfect and tender, slide them back to the high heat and flash them to crisp them up one more mm-hmm. time. And that baking mm-hmm. powder helps. And then they were uh, crispy little pheasant bites with just a hint of that uh, Italian dressing. and Ooh, Sounds good. They were delicious. That sounds great. And sounds even really my kids liked them. But I'll be, I'm going to say, and you got to watch out for this if you're married at home and you run into this problem that I run into. Uh, you have to watch out for the sabotage. Because my kids would have really liked them if my wife hadn't said, did you try your father's pheasant? Aww. I'm like, honey, <laughs> the tell under, them The under language on that is don't eat that. Yeah. yeah. That's pheasant. <laughs> I'm like, first you know of all, those cute birds that it fly looks around. almost exactly, it, it looks like a hard, it looks like a blackened fish the way, you know, like mm-hmm. we fry fish yeah. and it, or any other little crispy bite. Just don't tell them what it is. Let them eat yeah. it and they're going to love it. And they, they were delicious. They were just, some people get worried about gaminess with wild game. Pheasant, you usually don't have to worry about Sorry, that too much. Sorry, do you mean much. added flavor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this way of doing it was perfect because there's, it was, it was, they were delicious. It sounds good. Yeah. It anyway, really did. So that was what I did. Over the weekend. Uh, yeah. And that was pretty simple. I had a flat top week, I feel like. We made burgers on Wednesday night. Uh, we made uh, omelets uh, last week, weekend. Oh, my gosh. Sunday morning, we made some of the most... I haven't made omelets in a long time, and I don't know what I did special. I, I, wait, I take it back. I used a lot of bacon up. That's yeah. what I did. And I bet you that's what it was. The omelet was phenomenal. Nice. So uh, that, that, that was... Kind of the highlight. Always a busy week. So, what did you make on the grill? Uh, so, two things. One, I, d- I discovered a love for pork loin smoking. Okay. Um, just the flavor in those things are mm-hmm. insane. So, like on uh, Sunday, I did four different flavors of pork loin and two tri tips on the smoker for. I smoked them for about three hours. And it was insane flavor. That that's the, that's the picture I sent you that you said, where's the pre one? I said, there wasn't time for it. <laughs> There's no pre. There's but, no uh, pre. I, I saw this video, and so I tried it. And it was called 10-Hour Fried Chicken. Have you guys heard of this yet? No. Uh, I would highly suggest trying this method. I'll find it. I'll send it to you guys so you can see it. The, the skin on the fried chicken was like glass. That's how crunchy it was. Oh, wow. It was insane. Like the you, chicken was. You eat so, a lot of glass or? No, just like, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's my wow. side job. I actually smoked a window. <laughs> um, but no, it's, uh, it was so insane how crunchy and crispy it was. Yeah. Like, I literally, I'm making it on a whim. I had some chicken wings and I'm like, oh, I should just try whipping this up quick. And uh, the, the first bite of it was, how have I never done this before? And it was juicy, tender, everything, but that that crunch was like every bite sounded like you were shattering yeah, glass. Yeah, that sounds great. I've, yeah, I've got a not as crunchy, but similarly uh, judged. Uh, my wife has a recipe for forty clove garlic chicken. Mm-hmm. You literally use forty cloves of garlic. 
Wow. And it's amazing. It sounds like it would be just massive overkill. No, it's no. beautiful. Sounds good. I'm it's insane. Beautiful. Like, yeah, like when I first watched this video, I'm like, that's too many steps. Mm-hmm. And then you go through it and you're like, that's why there's so many steps. <laughs> this uh-huh. makes sense now. It's, like, you know, it's one of those things that we uh, we actually talked about as one of our tips recently is uh, don't be afraid. People get worried about over-seasoning. Like, oh, you're going to ruin the flavor. Of the if you're doing stuff, especially on a grill, where you're like, you know, and I'm talking gas grill or charcoal grill or even on a, if you're, if you're trying to, if, smoking is one thing because it's going to sit there for a while. But if you're not using a binder, you got to really hit that thing with some seasoning. And yeah. 40 clove garlic chicken is just a good example of like, hey, you know, it is possible to use a lot of seasoning and not kill it, not over hammer it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So, I mean, that should, right there should set the precedence. 40 cloves of garlic, anyone would bat eyes at that. They'd go, that's far too much. Yeah. And it still comes out amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Take it's, a uh, shot. It's absolutely delicious. So you got to, you guys got to, you know, you got to try those different things. Uh, I'm excited to uh, chat with our guest, Mason, from a Riff's Smokehouse. That's right. Uh, that's his bio website, too. It's a, it's a tricky one because it's R-I-F-F-S Smokehouse. So you've got two Fs, oh. two Ss, yep. and lots of deliciousness. Oh, a website <laughs> so, full of yummy. Yeah, we'll chat with him in just a moment. Before we do that, let's get to the Barbecue Show Tip, tip of, of the Week. Where were you on that one? I I have all ten of my fingers left. So, <laughs> oh, tip of the week: be careful when you're cutting. That yeah. is the, the tip of the week is to be careful while cutting. I was cutting tri tip. Oh, I did do that last week. I made a tri tip during the Vikings yeah. game. Yeah. About it's that a one. memory you don't want to remember. Yeah, uh, I cut off the tip of my finger, so <laughs> it's gonna be fine. But we couldn't stop the bleeding, and I would have been fine if uh, the girlfriend wasn't there. But we had to go in because well, the bleeding hasn't stopped yet. It yeah. will. I'll either run out or I'll pass out. It'll be done. Yeah, Yeah. at some point. So, (laughs) so this is great. When that came up, we started talking about how you two are the perfect like host for the show. You're matching now with your fingers. (laughs) Yeah, we both have short fingers. But you can tell that we're real true barbecue fans. As the first question I asked you post that was, "What'd you do with the tri tip?" (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "That's not bad." Everybody who's seen me in public this week, did you do it while cutting meat? I'm like, "Yeah, Yeah. I did." You yeah. ate the meat. So, you, you'd still use the tri-tip, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. And make sure you guys keep your knives sharp, keep them clean, and uh, be careful when cutting your meat. Keep them away from the tips of your fingers. Yeah. Mason from Riff's Smokehouse joins us next when the Barbecue Show continues right after this. The Barbecue Show is filmed before a live studio audience. Actually, it isn't. I've just always wanted to say that. And now, back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Barbecue show, and as promised, a stunt, a special guest, uh, Mason McElvain is with us from a Riff Smokehouse. Mason, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad uh, we love having different variety of guests to talk uh, all things um, smoking, all things barbecue. grilling, yeah. barbecue, <laughs> eating. We like all those. Uh, we like all those aspects for sure. So uh, let's start at the top. Where is Riff Smokehouse? Yeah, we're just right there in Arden Hills. We used to be, uh, people might remember us, we were over in kind of northeast Minneapolis by all those breweries, which is honestly kind of where that bacon came from. But we moved over to Arden Hills. We needed a little bit more space to fit a big old uh, custom smoker we built. Nice. Yeah, I actually ran into Mason at the Minnesota State Fair. She'll give you a little background on this. And uh, they're handing out some samples of their sauce. And was there some other stuff there, too? I tried the sauce. And it yeah, was, I mean, you, you probably, I, I probably yelled at you for the hot bacon. So most of what we make is that, is that shelf stable bacon. I mean, you got a lot of people who know barbecue here 
you know, pulled pork, brisket takes a long time. So what we, what we also sell is a bacon uh, kind of snack that you do when you throw slices in the smoker while you're waiting for all these longer cooks. And you just throw, you know, a one slice of bacon in there with brown sugar and rub, let that uh, sit till it's perfect. And then we package those individually and sell them. That's most of what we do. That's amazing. That sounds really good, doesn't it? And mouthwater. Yeah, Go. Coming actually. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, it's right. You yes. talked about sending samples. Thank you. We'll yep. definitely highlight that afterwards. That's just. Uh, sure. I, I love it when we have guests like you on Mason, and you start explaining something, and then it just gets quiet because we all just freeze up. We lock up. <laughs> we're like, oh, there's man. food. Sounds amazing. Uh, how did you get started? You mentioned you started over by the breweries. Um, was this yeah. uh, was this just a pet project? Was this something that you'd always wanted to do? Did you steal it from somebody? How did you uh, get started? I mean, uh, some of all of it. I mean, everyone who barbecues knows that you steal a little bit of something from everybody. Sure. But uh, kind of what we, we did, my dad was actually uh, a kind of a food executive for a while. So we, we manufactured, moved all over the country. He would like help with the manufacture of candy actually oh wow um and yeah so i was like i i was I, he drove a pete mobile to pick me up from school and we lived out in <laughs> pennsylvania i mean it was, a, it was a whole thing we moved a lot though um and he got good at that and so we decided we just love barbecue but there's not a lot of really good packaged barbecue i mean all these guys are doing it themselves because that's the only way you can really get the good stuff unless you go to a really nice restaurant mm-hmm. so we thought take real barbecue and package it like manufacturing style. So we started just doing pulled pork, but we actually package hand pulled pork rather than what you're going to always buy, which is going to be a shredded product. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have cellulose. They're going to inject it. It might be cushion. Uh, So we started just doing that over by the breweries and and tried to bring some real barbecue to normal people that maybe get, uh, I won't necessarily name competitors, but there's some goo on the market that you can buy at supermarkets. that's just not real pulled pork. We thought we'd try to bring real stuff. I understand that for sure. And so it went from just kind of finding this niche of making barbecue to be good to having this spot. Did you guys have stuff out of your house first or did you go right to a spot uh, in northern uh, northern uh, Minneapolis there? Yeah, we went right to a spot because, uh, again, his expertise was in. I suppose in it helps out a lot. Uh, sorry. I was going to say, I suppose you went right to a spot because his background helps out a lot knowing where to start right away. Well, yeah, because the issue is, so we're USDA, which means we actually have a government dude in there every day watching, watching over the process and everything. Ooh. So, and that's, and that's what we thought we could really carve out a spot, try to bring, try to do that. But, uh, in that highly regulated space where all, all the real barbecuers dare not tread because it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine with you, you start talking USDA, you're talking federal, right? I mean, that's exactly. a whole different world. Yep. yep. So FDA, they come by, maybe FDA and the MDA are like once a year they come by. But USDA, again, we give them a 10 by 10 office. They visit every day. We got a lot of paperwork to do. But then we can ship it over the state lines and stuff like that. So okay. That was kind of our goal. And that's the that's the challenging part of it, I would imagine, is is and, and the commitment part of it, too. Because you're, you're, like you said, you're making a big commitment of sharing office space with them and allowing them to come in and see the process. Um, got to keep the standards high. Yeah, it's 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 definitely terrifying. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's something you worry worry about all the time. I mean, even if you're not speeding on the road, if there's a cop behind you, you, you get that that little jolt, you know, <laughs> that feeling you of I should probably be paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's definitely worth it because it's it's allowing us to do things like, you know, have these single serve bacon's in convenience stores or 
I don't know if you guys know Bunker Beach, but we we get we do all the pulled pork for them, and uh, yeah, it's 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 worth it to be able to have people who don't really get to experience that amazing barbecue, give them that opportunity because they don't do it unless they do it at home like you guys. Right. Well, let me go back to that question. So you, you after all this traveling, you guys did. How did you land on barbecue? Did you both have a love for barbecue initially? It was or something you guys did on Sundays and during I'm games. From Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh, originally from Texas. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so, so there's that, and then uh, I, I just we it was actually kind of a hockey product. So the pulled pork's individual, and what it does is it goes from frozen to sandwich in 90 seconds. So we do what probably a lot of you guys do when you make a huge batch, and you and we kind of seal it in smaller bags. Mm-hmm. individually portion it out so you can heat it in your microwave in 90 seconds. Yep. And so it was like a healthy hockey product that we even tried bringing to some rinks at first. Okay. And that's, that was kind of the, the idea. Very cool. Well, now since you're from Texas quickly, yep. what did you smoke on when you start, when you're, when you're smoking at home and stuff? What do you, I, I always love to learn what people smoked on. Um, well, it was a, a full on big uh, pit one. So this was, at one point, it was competitive. I mean, oh. I, I won't say, I won't say that because because again, there was there's some amount of uh, there's different different members and groups involved and things like that. But uh, at one point, that was kind of the original impetus for it. Okay. Well, back to uh, then making this product, coming up with the how you're going to do it with the pulled pork and bacon. Where'd the name come from? Riffs obviously is uh, the the even your guys' logo looks like a like a guitar pick. Yeah, we the the initial inspiration I remember was actually this kind of picture. I, I don't know it, it, before memes maybe, but uh, it was like a newspaper clipping or something of a guy with a spare rib hooked up to an amplifier. So before, <laughs> yeah, so he's like eating a he's oh, eating like yes. meat and it's hooked up and it's amped up, and that was our idea. So before the logo even came, amped up. So we make amped up barbecue. And then we thought, well, what do you amp up? You amp up like a guitar riff. And it all kind of came from there. It was like a, a catchy, quality, fun thing. And then we amp it up, you know. That is brilliant. I love that concept. So are you, are, are you continuing the, the, the amped guitar musical style theme all the way through the, uh, the process? Uh, yeah, we try to. I mean, you come into our place, uh, you're definitely going to hear a lot of rock music. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really loud. We got a big old... Uh, beat up beatbox that goes that goes pretty loud we, we've had some jokes goes about, to 11 about osha <laughs> goes all the way to 11 um, actually your yeah, barbecue sauces your barbecue sauces have a few different song names too yep sweet child of mine and voodoo child you got Jimi hendrix and guns and roses at the state fair we were actually giving away uh free bacon and sauce for people who could play them on my guitar oh i didn't i did not get told about that part yeah, we had. Oh, your guitar player? No, but <laughs> for free meat, I would have tried. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. We actually had the people who opened for the Jonas Brothers stop by. Oh, we had cool. uh, some really good, really talented people come and and get some free bacon and sauce. That's amazing. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about the place itself. So primarily, you're doing wholesale stuff to go that guy i mean really i just want to make sure people aren't confused they don't show up and like can we sit down and eat yeah i mean probably not sit down and eat um but it's it's designed for people to come by if they want we have curbside i, I think i offered some kind of radio discount i think if people type in radio they get like 10 percent off but 
our goal isn't to have a flashy store or a restaurant because people already do a really good job with that. We thought, okay, how can we, like, if you want to host your own grad party, our state fair deal, for instance, was like feed 80 people for like 200 bucks. Wow. Right. Or the sandwiches that I was talking about, you can have 24 sandwiches for three bucks a sandwich or get a bunch of bacon to take to the boundary waters. We're just trying to make it mm-hmm. it's, again. It's not flashy. It's, you you come, you pick up barbecue, <laughs> you take it and do what you want. With well, it. You, what you did is look for that space that's not being utilized in the barbecue world, which is something easy to take home and make later for yourself. Cause everything else, like you mentioned earlier, so I'm repeating what you said pretty much now, but yeah. is, is, Hey, I come to our nice restaurant or come to this or come to our backyard or whatever. Here you go. Everything's ready to go for you. you just got to come pick it up. Yeah, and, and we do really well with those, both restaurants and individuals. Like, I'll never say I make better barbecue than someone, because when you make it how you want to make it, you're going to make it just how you like it. But if you're ever lazy and want to spend 90 seconds getting a pulled pork sandwich instead of, like, overnight, that's, that's kind of what we do. So a lot of restaurants make sure they can keep pulled pork on the menu with our stuff, or people who just want pocket bacon to take with them, you know. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard today. Well, you guys are going to love it because I got I got all five flavors uh, coming your way. But, yeah, it's pocket bacon. You just eat it right out of the package, individually portioned smoked bacon. I got to double check the mailbox. I hope one of our sales staff didn't, like, just grab the box <laughs> and start. They got The sales staff got one of those noses. They right, can smell food right. from anywhere, and they'll grab it and start eating no matter whose name's on it. These guys are the worst. You got to watch out for them. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's happened way too many times. It's actually been a problem for our business. <laughs> oh, really? No joke. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll send I'll send samples out, and, and they go, well, we really wanted to get it in front of the buyer, but uh, the staff <laughs> did eat it. So. <laughs> Oops, that'll, uh, <clears throat> that happens. So you guys are like the escort service of barbecue. <laughs> like, if you're going to a big party and you want to impress your friends... You get yeah. some riffs. You I love get some it. riffs. Smokehouse in the mail, and or pick it up, and then you show up, and you're like, uh, "Here, what do you think?" And everybody's like, "This is amazing!" And then they take credit, even though you did all the work. Yeah, I've had that. I've had I've had a couple stories on that. Uh, it it's definitely it's, it's definitely a possibility. It, we we make it easy for you. You can get away with it. The bacon, not so much, because they're they come in shiny little pouches. But the the pulled pork, you can definitely. Uh, warm up on the you could pull that off for nice. sure so so um what's next i mean for amped up and for riffs what are you guys uh, are you comfortable are you happy are you looking to do more expand into bigger markets or other markets i should say yeah we're definitely uncomfortable because we're small so it's been really really tough I, i'm not gonna lie about that i mean it's uh it's really hard to get in there and you you gotta you gotta manage relationships you gotta Probably our biggest goal right now is, and, and that's why we worked so hard to get into the state fair, is just to try to get local. I mean, our biggest customers are in Florida and California and oh, Washington wow. State and uh, and Kansas, and, and and I want I want it to be here. You know, I live here. I love I love the people here. I want to be. We're trying to be more local. We we kind of did it backwards. <laughs> we went and got some random convenience stores we're in, but we don't have enough connection with the people right next to us. Understood. That is, yeah, that's uh, that's one of those. I, I know what you mean about that uh, with some other things where people tend to overlook their own backyard. You know, uh, what's yeah. the the old cliche is the expert always comes from out of town. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, awesome. That's. I mean, it sounds like you've got a really kind of dialed in and you've got a plan. Uh, your website is riffssmokehouse.com, right? Yeah. The only issue there is there's two F's and two S's. It should come up if you get. Anything close to that? Right. People, people can get a discount for 
both uh, curbside and the bacon does ship all over the country. So if you want to send anyone, uh, including in the military all over the world. Well, that's a cool uh, idea. Bacon. Yeah. And if you do military, make sure to put in a military discount because we like to support them. But uh, yeah, anyone in the world can get that for the military and anyone in the country can get the bacon. So. That's awesome. I love it. I love it a lot. Well, listen, uh, we can't thank you, Mason, enough for uh, joining us today and having a chat and talking about stuff and and uh, continued success. It's a fantastic business model, and it sounds uh, great. I can't wait to try the samples. And um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, things just keep growing for you. And we'll, I'm sure we'll see you soon. Yeah, we hope. Uh, we hope so. Thank you guys so much. You bet. Take care. I like the fact that they're just trying to do something different, different angles, and different uh, different ways to get the barbecue business out into people's hands. Yeah. What a great idea. What a great concept. And their sauce, by the way, I, I didn't talk about it enough, I feel like, with him. It's super good. That sweet child of mine it was just the right amount of sweet. All right. Well, we can't thank Mason enough for joining us uh, today on The Barbecue Show. And more importantly, we can't thank you enough for joining us on The Barbecue Show. So uh, we talk about it all the time, Stunt. You never know what you can create on your own patio and in your own backyard. So if you want to find the next level or if you just want to make yourself and your family happy, remember, get out there with the grill or the smoker and the barbecue. Experiment and have fun. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.